Welcome to Primetime Insights, where we inspire conscious growth. And we're three dudes, and I am Steph. We also have Kim. And I am Emil. And we are bringing you exciting topics that has to do with anything and everything in life. Uh, we're going to dive into another episode. Hope you guys enjoy. And we are live. Episode number six. six. Oh, Showtime Primetime. First and oh, yeah. foremost. Foremost, welcome to. Now, first and foremost, we are we just released a new episode, episode five. Yeah, very good it's episode not. in my opinion. Yeah, I, yeah, I really reckon good. that was like our best one to date, where we our conversation was so it was fluent, fluent yeah, and flowing, and it was all natural. It wasn't a lot of repeating ourselves, and we just kind of like progressed into some very interesting things. Yeah. Hundred um, percent. And as that happened, we kind of decided that today we were gonna talk about some more addiction topics. <laughs> some more sort addiction. Of, sort of. Yeah, sort of. It could be addiction. It could be. It could be. Addictions. I mean, anything could be. As we kind of talk about in episode number five. Yes. <laughs> Another it's shameless like, plug. 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 Yeah. plug city on our own platform. There's no shame. No shame, no shame, no, no shame. game, no game. Nah. Um, <laughs> but we decided that we're going to talk about like drugs today and kind of our own experience with drugs and how they've been beneficial uh, in many different ways, but also how we've used them, I guess, in a state of unawareness and just um, maybe to get that short-term pleasure or just to short-term pleasure in different ways, I think, even. Um, or escape anything. Escape, escape yeah, was escape the right word. Yeah. Yeah. So even escape, or just for like the the social thing. I think that's a big one, especially with like alcohol, that you want to use it in order to get acceptance because it's yeah. so much around, especially around like the younger years and stuff. When you start drinking and stuff, there's a lot of like peer pressure. If you're not drinking, like what are you doing? Oh my God, you're so soft. You're such a pussy. Drink more. <laughs> um, yeah. That type of thing. So, so we're going to get into it today. It's going to be really interesting. Yeah. I mean, like the last, the last episode, you kind of touched upon, upon like cigarettes uh, at a young age. And I'm really curious to like what kind of triggered that. Because you bring up a very good point that I feel is very relatable for many people. Of like, uh, you're at a certain age, maybe the cool kids are kind of doing it. You want to fit in. And I felt uh, like that cigarettes and alcohol especially were two very big things uh, that kind of came at a very young age, like the first peer pressure, like sub substance thingy abuse. Mm. Uh, yeah, I'm curious to know about your story. Yeah, it was, uh, yeah, it was like maybe I was 15, I'm starting smoking and starting to try like alcohol. Yeah. Uh, and it was like in the beginning I think it was to fit in as you said it yeah and it was to fit in like with the cool kids at schools like you want to fit in with like the cool kids right and um, so the, I think that was the beginning of it and it was like going on like you want to hang out with the cool kids because they were at the parties like the home parties um so that was probably the beginning and then it was like when you was trying it out you want to be like you want to move. You you want to like get courage when you try it. Like for me as well, uh, it was like you know you can be more like social. You can 
you have a bigger courage like you can try things more you can go and speak to like like a you know a chick or like a right. woman like you can or you can do something crazy and like fun things happens and you and you and because you have, of the alcohol yeah because right? of the alcohol because of you because of your like your substance in your brain you, you dare to do more things when you when you get like drunk yeah. and um and i think that that was like the beginning of it so and at the beginning was it more to fit in and fun yeah it's a fun thing like i had a lot of fun with it it's yeah, like yeah, yeah of yeah. course but some days there was just like too much uh, so it's always but in the, in the beginning it was like most of fun and fitting in that was yeah. like that, that was like how how did you transition that then to like obviously you as you're saying when you had alcohol you dare to do more things yeah but when you didn't have it then and you were in similar situations how was your mood then and how was your actions then was it like completely different so you you couldn't like you didn't have the courage to do things that you had on alcohol yeah it was that, uh, i didn't think like it wasn't like a like a big change because mm. i didn't like have any but i dared to do it more uh, when i had like the alcohol yeah. maybe, maybe taking it to a bigger level mm. right. uh, because i wasn't like scared of like talking to to women and joking around i was being like a joking around person and i was actually more when i think about it when you say like that it's more like a fitting in at the beginning mm, right uh, but of course you you dare to do more things but more like it can be like crazy things more more like i don't know just like just whatever in the moment yeah 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 yeah, yeah. whatever whatever is whatever is happening it's like i don't yeah. recall like any it was like a, a lot of things happened it's like but nah um i think the the most also like the fitting in for me as well yeah yeah that's very interesting um why do you i don't know why we have this this because i feel like with that in particular right obviously we have a desire to fit in yeah and stuff yeah and it's very important to be part of a social group or something like that but it's um it's crazy that it takes um in a lot of cultures that like a substance like alcohol for us to feel like we're fitting in yeah and uh, it's like even now I noticed when I've been out like the last couple of times in Sweden it's still like such a big thing even later in the years like when you now like when you feel like you're more conscious and stuff people still have this like oh are you not drinking like it's not it's like it's not accepted and then when you like say that it's like people are putting this condition on you if you're being in this environment you have to yeah, do yeah. these certain things yeah, that are part drink. of the yeah, culture yeah, yeah. that we're yeah. like but it's a yeah, social lit. thing like when i think about it now it's like a lot of like the things uh, like the people I, I hang out with it's like oh you want to take a drink you want to drink a beer mm-hmm. it's like when you go to a soccer game go to a hockey game you are just hanging out with your friends at home or it's, it's out it's like you want to take a beer you want to take mm-hmm. a glass of wine it's like yeah, a social yeah. thing yeah, yeah. and um I, at least in sweden mm-hmm. so it's a big thing like yeah, I, I like I, a thing like used to hang out. And I think yeah, I think it's okay as well. Like it's it's it, it is a cultural and social thing, and it's okay to to use it as that and to some extent. But it's 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 an awareness as well of knowing when it's like getting too much and when it's getting out of hand. And what I'm kind of wondering is if you ever experienced that where you were like, wow, because obviously you hear about people getting intoxicated to the stage where they don't know anything about like you know they forget 
like blackouts and stuff, right? They, they forget what happened that night and what they were doing. And to the, does it get to a point where you're not having fun with it anymore? No. And where it becomes like, you know, an issue. Yeah, yeah, it's happened for me. Like, it was getting out of hand. It was getting too much. And then just like, unconsciously, just every like weekend or it's like getting too much. Mm. Uh, and I think it was escape for me. Mm. Escape of... Uh, like don't want to deal with my feelings or uh, don't want to yeah especially like dealing with my feelings how i mm. felt and didn't want to and that was escape for me like don't want to handle these like bad or like like these emotions yeah this yeah, yeah, yeah these emotions coming up it's like it's like an escape is coming and it's like getting drunk and don't want to mm. think about it. it's like but short it's like the short term short short time pleasure long time pain that's actually yeah. what you're getting um, because it's short time pleasure that's what it is mm. but that's the very short time. interesting like yeah. the way you put it because do you feel like um, having alcohol as a thing or whatever you're doing yeah and then you realize that without it you're not as fun or like as outgoing as you want to be do you feel like that brings the alcohol kind of shows you a part of yourself that you don't really want to deal with do you think like through the substance that you found that out and then it became an escape to take that substance? Could that be a thing? No, I didn't think it was that for me. Like I always been like outgoing. I didn't have problem talking to people. Um, maybe it's doing, like I said before, it's like a more like maybe stepping up a level of it, but I didn't have a problem with it. Just when I wasn't drunk, mm-hmm. I think it was more like a, escape like didn't want to hand like at least for me it's like when it got it too much like when i had too much to drink mm-hmm. uh like when i didn't have control when i lost control and um and that is just like an on and the, for me it was like it was like happening for too too many times and that was like unconsciously and when i think about it when i think back back about it it's like i didn't handle my like problems and that was like that was me handling my problems, right? Okay. Like right. like do, dealing with those kind of things, uh, and that and that that is just like like come back to it. It's like a sh- it's a short term pleasure. Short time. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's, it's getting yeah. away with. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but but I, like at the same time, I learned a lot from this because when I think back when I think back about it, it's like I wouldn't be the kind of person that I am today if I haven't gone through this, like really bad uh, like parties or really bad like how, how, how do you say it? like periods yeah periods, no no like yeah. yeah yeah like periods or of unawareness basically yeah, right yeah because i feel i feel like for you to have been in this state i, f- I feel like even with your emotion stuff i've been in similar situations where like i talked about it in the last episode with exercise and stuff how like I wasn't aware that that was the thing that was actually holding me back or that that was my addiction type of thing. Or no. that, that that was the tool that I was using just to suppress other things that I actually wanted, yeah. right? And I feel like it's probably the same with the, your story in some ways with alcohol. alcohol. Um, you probably didn't know that you did have feelings that were underlying, that were emotions that were deep down until you probably hit like i don't know if you have any story of like a major breaking point where you were like oh fuck like this thing happened to me tonight because i was putting myself under such intoxication that i couldn't control myself 
at all. And then these negative effects happen where you like, whoa, like now, like I'm no, gonna I have see, to, exactly now yeah. I see what the because I feel like you need that thing sometimes that yeah. ma major catalyst yeah. as a trigger to just be like, okay, I woke up now. And th I, that's what you hear with a lot of people when it comes to change, right? That you have to go through the certain thing that is major that kind of like forces you to like look at things. Yeah. And it's it can be very hard sometimes. Um, and I, I feel like even it's 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 uh, it's hard because it's like like we're saying you're unaware of it at first, but then you need that major thing. Yeah. Something. Do you have anything like that where you? Yeah, yeah. It was like a major thing. I was uh, I was in the U.S. Uh, having a party out and mm. uh, drinking a lot by myself as well. That was like crazy. Was, you were by yourself yeah, in the US. Yeah, yeah in Chicago. Yeah. Uh, it was a fun <laughs> night. It was a fun night <laughs> at the beginning. But, uh, oh, it was fun. <laughs> it was short term fun, guys. Uh, short term fun. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was like me, it was at a restaurant having a couple of drinks. Uh, I, I, I was there a couple of nights before and I get to know the bartenders there. It was like, and it was like having a pill as well, like an ecstasy pill. They had it. Yeah, it was like I was like, whoa, 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 what is this? Like, I haven't tried this before. I don't really know you. I was like, nah, I, I'm not into the pills things. Yeah. And um, it was. I was like, I can take the half one if you take it. I was like, okay, I take it and I and I take the half. And I was like going to a new pub like later and having. It was major fun, major major fun. Yeah, um. Meeting up with a lot of uh, like, yeah, for, just people like people uh, and having a lot of fun, but but I, I lost my conscious in like in the, I never tried ecstasy and it was like I was having major major fun, but I yeah. but I it was like blackout thing like memories blackout memories yeah. mm -hmm. and I was like it was like crazy mm -hmm. and I was meeting up with a chick and um, she had like a friend and it was like all crazy used used to make it like short I. I don't recall all the things. Yeah, you have but, like... but yeah, but but I got I got robbed uh, by this guy. Uh, they they took my card and I, I, yeah, I, I lost all yeah my bank card. I lost all my money and I was by myself in the U.S. after this night. So this was like it was a Damn. crazy crazy okay. crazy night. Uh, and after that, I have like major points like whoa, what the fuck have I done? Like what yeah. the hell? I was like waking up. Look at my bank. I was like, "Whoa, shit! I have minus on my bank account. What the fuck has happened uh, last night?" Uh, like, "Oh shit, this was happening." It's like, "Holy moly!" Like, yeah. alone, alone <laughs> in the alone yeah, in the US, alone in the US. Like, minus oh, on the bank account. yeah, minus on the bank account, all alone. It's like, "What the fuck have I done?" Yeah, that's that, like a cold shower, man. Yeah, that that that, that was a cold shower. It's like, whoa, <laughs> that was a wake up call for me. That was really, yeah. I was like. That was actually like having a panic attack. I actually felt like a panic. I was like, whoa, this is like scary shit. Like, right. right uh, so that, that was wow. a major breaking point. And uh, it was a trigger. I, yeah, everything like went okay. I got home, mm -hmm. but yeah, it was a trigger. It was mm -hmm. like, I was really start thinking new things. How, how I treated myself like mm -hmm. for a couple of the latest years. And why did I do this? It was like, Wow, this is not good. This is, I need to have some control when I go out. I was I was there by myself. I was like, oh nah. I was like I I had to. That was actually, that was the major breaking point for me changing myself. Like right. for, for taking care of myself. For, mm -hmm. 
for taking care of my health, for yeah. for taking care of my growth, for because of taking care of my career, like everything actually starting at that point. Mm. Right. And right. Um, and as well when I it was like this was a one year I think this was at, this was at 2015 mm. that it happened and 2016 I met uh, I was like traveling to Australia I met you yeah. and then I like there was like another breaking point like sharing the story with you uh, mm. listening to podcasts and just seeing the change you did that inspired me to start uh, like changing me again but that was like that was actually the breaking point like yeah. you a story that was the breaking point of like having too much that was too much pain yeah. that was felt it was like there's right. too much pain now I need to change yeah right like yeah, I don't never want to feel this. Yeah, 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 exactly. And I feel like that can be the purpose of pain, like, and a lot of like it, it's the thing, it's the thing that forces change, you know, yeah. to yeah. go through something painful, yeah, painful. Mm. That's when you actually, and it has to be individual. You have to kind of experience that, I guess, in order for you to to see, like, in order for you to be able to change, mm. because in a lot of instances, especially when you're young and stuff. We feel like we're almost like invincible with these things, right? Yeah. Like with the alcohol and stuff like that. We think we have it so good. We're doing everything that everyone else is doing. And then, you know, just because everyone else is doing it and they're fine. But technically, we don't even know. We meet so many people every day. We don't even know what goes on behind the scenes, you know? Yeah. yeah. And exactly. just because they're doing the same thing that we're doing, we, we, we kind of touched on that on the last episode as well. We, mm. we find it acceptable. Blow. So we're just, yeah, <laughs> joke. But it's true. But it, 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 no, is, it a, is true. It is true. It's, uh, yeah, I know, know why I said that. You just plugged us. But, uh, but yeah, no, but it's, it's that thing, right? We, we do this thing because other people are doing it and we think it's okay because everyone else is doing it. It's fine to do it. We never question anything. We don't know if that belief is right for us or the action is right for us. We just do it mindlessly yeah, yeah. until we hit that wall and that pain just comes in spirals and so so much of it and then we can finally be like okay fuck yeah let's look at this shit right now <laughs> yeah, yeah let's make some changes yeah that's 100 percent too like mm. we do so much unconsciously and there's like repeatedly yeah repeatedly yeah, yeah, yeah. doing it it's like then you hit that ball it's like like i said too much pain it's like then you're gonna change yeah and you're like fuck this shit and we I'm talk we, we talk about alcohol now and like how that is um like how how doing that in a very in a way that's you're very unaware of what's going on deeply inside of you and like the deep emotions and feelings that you actually have because we're constantly suppressing that with the substance but then for Emil and myself we kind of have used things to make yourself aware yeah of things that you don't even know that <laughs> are going on <laughs> basically yeah to um, like get the emotions out right get the emotions out and kind of understand i guess sort of behaviors and actions and why you're doing them you basically yeah. bring awareness into into light on the things that you're doing yeah um with psychedelics yeah yeah, we have it. And yeah, we uh, have it. <laughs> hello stigma. No, hello stigma. stigma. <laughs> no, but uh, just yeah. showing me with some stigma right now, <laughs> please. <laughs> and I, I wanted to share like um, how I've taken psychedelic mushrooms, uh, psilocybin, then in particular, um, with like not in a recreational setting, obviously, which is uh, something that's popular as well. And I personally don't think that's something that we should be doing because it's a very powerful thing if you use it with the right intention 
with the right dosage in the right environment and it can give you like even with Kim it can give you that trigger that it's a breaking point uh, it's a it's a catalyst for change right when you actually take it and for me it was like it's it's a similar story but it's more it's a similar story to Kim's but it's more of a short-term um, journey in itself because mm. when you take it you're tripping for like four hours right and then during that journey it's a journey it's so many journeys within the journey <laughs> so you're forced to look at so many things yeah. like you know your interactions and how you've been behaving and you know anything can come up and what a lot of people say is like it doesn't give you what you want it gives you what you need yeah sometimes so it can be very hurtful it can be and very hard harsh. and difficult to look at some things that you're doing mm-hmm. um, but it will kind of like give you hints on that and stuff and force you to surrender to the things that you are doing uh, in your normal life I guess yeah to and the truth of those things to basically. the truth of those things and uh, you know if those things oh shit my ankle um, if those things are kind of uh, you know unconscious or conscious behaviors that you're undertaking you know um, and I remember like I have this one situation in my life where when I was on mushrooms it forced me to look at it with the without my ego actually kind of protecting myself right and I was uh, super vulnerable and open to the experience that was going on and I could take myself back to uh, this past moment in my life uh, without any judgment or any any like emotions wrapped up with it. There was no um, control over the experience. I was able to look at it objectively and not being myself. I was able to observe it completely with full awareness and with full like acceptance. Right. So and that was like my when my grandpa he he killed himself. Uh, he suicided when like when I was 12 years old and stuff and uh, I had been I, fe- I felt like I had come to terms with that situation and everything that that sort of um, implied for my family the implications that it had and stuff and uh, when I took the mushrooms then I was able to look at it and go through the whole experience and see how that still actually affected me on a subconscious level and how a lot of the emotions and stuff that we had within the family, a lot of the issues that we had came from that. Right. But I was able to surrender to that fact and accept it. And I remember it being such a relieving feeling, just being like able to look at it that way and say it in that way. And then sort of like offer that integrated into my life as well. Yeah. And even on a deeper level, then I, I feel like that was like just showing me what was possible like how it was possible to live and then I started asking like well what are some other things that I'm doing yeah, yeah, yeah. that like that has happened in my past that are kind of holding me me back in this way right and obviously I'm still I guess it's kind of seeking those answers yeah. um, but a lot of other interesting things happened when I was doing uh, mushrooms the first time I remember because one of my friends he was the one who uh, gave us uh, access to these 
and mushrooms. <laughs> and he worked at a floating center in Australia. I don't know if you know about uh, float tanks. Wow. Float tanks, yeah. So we did the mushrooms in the float tanks, and I remember walking out of the float tank. I had to open the lid, and I walked into the shower. And in the in the uh, this room there with the float tank is you have a shower. And the patterns on the walls are all the same. So it's like these small round dots, mm. circles. And I remember how it felt like the whole room was compressing into me. Yeah. I was like getting smaller and smaller. And I was like, ah, shit, like, I don't want to feel this. I was trying to resist it for a bit because I was like, fuck, why, why is this happening? And like, it looked so cool, but it was so much going on at the same time. My emotions kept changing, going back and forth. But still, I felt like I was in this box that was getting smaller and smaller and smaller. And I was like, oh my fucking God, this is terrible. And then I turned on the shower and I remember turning around to the tank again and the lid was open. And then I just like felt like every, I had to let go of everything. So I just like tried to put my mind into the state where I was taking a deep breath, let go. And then I look, I look, I open my eyes and I see this image of myself and it's me it's so fucked, but I'm standing there in chains and like my clothes are ripped open i'm having like i can see part of my skull and stuff like completely ripped with scars and stuff and it just says imageless on this uh like a text wow. a very cool text. I, I have it so clear in my mind when i'm explaining it but it says imageless and i'm like you know i didn't know what it was at the moment and stuff but then after like the experience and stuff and after reading about it, i think that was like an ego death and it was actually after this where I shared the story about, because I was still tripping, obviously. And after that, I shared the story about my grandpa and stuff to my friends. So I opened yeah. up about it. But that was like a major catalyst. And then it took me, I remember like a year after or something, I, I, I thought about the trip. I reflected on it and stuff. And then the word imageless, I broke it up. And it says like, I am ageless, which is like, I feel... I guess in some in some spiritual context that's what we all are you know we, yeah, yeah, yeah we are so much more than this meat vehicle and the mind that we have like we're this divine spiritual being okay. i guess and that was like my first sort of like proper experience of of, of see of seeing that of feeling that um in more of a context because i i like i said i i detached from my ego completely from that experience and then for like obviously like a week after you kind of like reflect on the trip and you try to integrate and you and these things that happen in the trip come up slowly like in different times of your life it's just like it could come to me like all of a sudden like boom i could feel those emotions again or i could i could understand why those things happen or like this certain thing that happened in life this position that i was in it could sort of like just I, I could I could relate that back to the trip. So like, oh wait, like this is this thing that's happening now. I actually learned a lesson about this when I was taking this right, drive, right, right. You know, stuff like that. So yeah, that was uh, some of the experience that I had with it. And uh, I'm wondering with you if you have had any, I guess not yeah. similar, but in your way with psychedelics and stuff yeah of course i'm just i'm just a bit curious though uh um, yeah you you touch upon this like seeing this imageless mm. and you're like okay so this is kind of an ego death thing and obviously that is a very 
with like i must say big experience I, I don't mean big as in like it's bigger than any other experience what what i'm saying is like for you to have something like that have experienced it what kind of implications do you feel that had upon your life yeah. like in your day-to-day life as in seeing that then coming back to this reality if mm. i can say mm. that how, how how does that make you feel like seeing something like that which can scare people or yeah. can be very scary yeah obviously. and then like kind of coming back into your limited life where you are kind of mm. uh, in this like yeah you're in this meat vehicle whatever exactly no but f- for me that that thing was what happened after it i felt like i i could really start to embrace myself more and i could i didn't have this like this notion of self-importance in the same way anymore and i'm not saying that i wasn't loving myself and i just threw everything away completely Mm. but after that i kind of like you know everything that was good and bad and stuff it it sort of had um less of an effect on me i could basically detached detached from uh certain experiences because I knew the truth of who I was. That's what I felt like right. in, in, on a deeper level. Yeah. And then everything that like, like that was going on. Th- this is like, it's very hard to um, narrow down. Narrow down and to to like. I don't think all of that is beneficial. To be honest, like the the, the way that I felt this and the way because a lot of what what happened after that as well was like. I feel it's okay. It's very important. You you should be able to joke around. You should be able to take jokes without like your ego getting hurt and you take right. yourself too seriously. You should be able to handle criticism, and you should be able to um, to handle criticism and to like um, yeah detach from yourself when it comes to goals and stuff like that. Like you because sh- that makes the journey more enjoyable. Mm. But you can't just throw everything that you believe in away. Mm-hmm. So it's a fine balance there, um, like being completely detached and knowing when to detach, basically, right. Right. right? And I guess that sort of like after that experience, I got a little bit too funky monkey spiritual up right. in my clouds and things. I was like, oh, I don't really care about money. I don't really care about this. Like a lot of things, I I became less responsible. Right. So okay. it became hard to integrate some of the things because I felt like I knew the truth. And did this become like meaningless? Exactly. Like less, it so, had less so, meaning. So the ego death became my ego. Like uh-huh. the fact that I was imageless, <laughs> okay. that became right. the image okay. that I wanted to portray. Yeah. For a while, right? Right. And in certain, and I was like, oh no, nah, like I've already learned this, la la la, and I walked around, and that became uh-huh. my ego. Okay. So. <laughs> It's I'm I know I'm just going to the circle. It's so hard no, to no, articulate a lot of these things. I get it. Um, but it made sense. Like it made sense what you just said. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Hopefully, because I don't remember. <laughs> half of it. But it's like, but you like your ego attached to that experience, and because mm. it is a very um, to have an ego death, like in these type of circles, that is a thing. Yeah. So whenever a big thing is achieved. Like, I even called it a big thing kind of subconsciously, even though I didn't mean it. Uh, 
it's 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 a thing for the ego to attach to whenever we yeah. accomplish something experience something that is deemed as uh, a step forward the mm. ego can attach to that and like yeah we're going forward that is kind of what the ego does mm. so it is very um it's very likely for a person to like attach to that yeah and it's a very cool uh, gateway to my experience as well uh, because I do I do kind of relate to that um, but yeah so like my experience with psychedelics has has been very uh, wow I mean as you say it's like it's so hard to narrow it down it's 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 a few experiences or like two experiences that I have in mind but um, just to like not get into the details of the story too much um what it essentially is is like like you say you go through s- to an extent what you need mm. and sometimes it's a lot like you go through a lot of sh- a lot of shit i mean i for the first time like saw repressed uh memory which was like crazy to me because i've, I've read about repressing memory and i actually s- saw one and it was kind of like what the f- yeah but this didn't happen like too long ago for me to not remember it and and i could see like like you said you see something that happens that is very traumatic and it can happen at different stages in your life with different ages where you're not like you don't have the tools to deal with this type of uh, of traumatic events yet or you don't know how to basically and I could see stuff that had happened that really shaped me and I had no clue. Like I, I didn't know, I, I had no clue that this thing happened and that is why I act like this. But I, I knew that I had these actions that I just didn't know why I did them. And I think that kind of sparked my interest in psychedelics as well because uh, I could read about stuff, I could read about psychology or like whatever. And there's so many theories out there and you can and and I felt like when I read a new book or a new theory, a new way to see things, that kind of brought a light onto my situation that I could like logically buy, if that makes sense. Like I could logically see it from that side of uh, the story. So if I'm reading like Freud and he's saying it has some type of like sex based on sexuality, and I'm looking at the situation that happened that that happened from that light. It makes sense. But then if I read someone else's, it makes sense from there too. Mm. So I, I found myself in this very like confusing state where everything kind of made sense logically, but nothing felt right. Mm. Uh, so that sparked the interest because I feel that psychedelics have a way of like, like you said as well, you kind of get brought into a situation from this very strange, and I call it strange because it's hard to... Um, it's it's hard to have that objectiveness just like right now when we're sitting and talking. Yeah. And you see yourself from this perspective without the ego, so you're not getting triggered anymore. You're just seeing the situation mm. for what it was. You're not judging yourself in the situation. You're just there like floating. Your awareness is like floating from this mm. very objective space. And and you can see it for what it is like I can see it for for what it was and it takes you back to these situations and it kind of shows you that look this happened and from this 
you started judging yourself in this way, having that judgment in your head constantly going on has made you act like this. But if you kind of want to go about your life and like reach your potential or your dreams or whatever, you can't really continue doing it this way. So that is what I feel that psychedelics can do for you if you do it in a very uh, conscious way and a very um, like in the right setting and you have your intentions and everything. And then also it's like the period afterwards. Uh, And this is where I find a lot of stigma against like psychedelics where people speak about psychedelics it's it's like they they say but all right so that's like a shortcut or like you should do meditation or you should do this or that or this or like it it isn't an accepted way to get to know yourself in a way it's like looked down upon a bit like you use psychedelics as a shortcut but what i love is i had i had this just like this little clip of a guy speaking my friend sent it to me and he kind of says like whatever type of experience you have you still have to do the work afterwards yeah and it's the work afterwards which is like the part which is the essential bit like the psychedelics you're just going through it you're seeing it for what it is so you stop acting in a way where you've told yourself a story about that situation and you're just acting upon that story but it's not true in some cases, I don't know, uh, but whatever. So we see it for what it is, but then like the work afterwards, that could be fucking detrimental to you. I mean, in a lot of ways, that can challenge your ego on such a high level. It can make you go through these very dark patches, but I can't call them dark either because they lead you to these... To, to, to the light. To the light. It yeah. leads you to the light. Yeah. It's like <laughs> take them. No, but like... <laughs> No, but oh, it sounds like a Alex. Yeah. <laughs> but no, but seriously though, like I just really want to make this clear. It's like it's the same notion that people have with the whole spiritual community of like you're supposed to be positive. Look, psychedelics it makes you see something sometimes that are very hard, and the the period afterwards is probably harder as well. Oh, th- th- that's the thing, right? Because like you know, uh, like you even mentioned there, when you're on the psychedelics you don't have an ego but when you come back your ego comes back so then you have to integrate with the ego yeah because then you have to look at it with everything there when you're doing the psychedelic you're not feeling those things like you said you're like that floating cloud of uh, of awareness exactly and you're just looking at yourself in like 4d and you're like (laughs) hello my friend (laughs) now i'm gonna show you all the things that you've been doing (laughs) you know we've been looking at it from this and it's it's so Powerful, but I want to tie it back a little bit to what we've been saying with like the alcohol with Kim, for example. Mm. Like for him, it took him probably years of doing the same repeated, repeated thing over and over again. And then life decided like, here Uh, you go. Now we're going to teach you with this trigger and this catalyst. Whereas with the psychedelic, it's like you take that medicine, in my opinion, and it goes four hours and then you've just like... Right, and you've seen it all, and you've like experienced it all. You've had all the triggers and all the catalysts in like a short period of time. Yeah, and it's like okay, it. I think it's very hard to integrate, like a lot of things that you get from psychedelic because it's so dense and it's so many different journeys within the journey. But even if you take like one or two takeaways from that, that you can integrate, like you'll be 
miles ahead where you were before yeah, and you've seen and experienced so many things um so yeah 100 i i do believe that it gives you what you need and know what you want it's not as you know it's not it's not it's i don't think it should be very like airy fairy either like like it's we said not, it's it not really, exactly it's really not. it really forces you to do work and to you know look at the shadow yeah. and the bad things that you that you have like because we all have them and it's uh, it's this thing you know it's not gonna make you perfect by any means but it's definitely a tool that can be used um in a positive way yeah and i mean like i think a lot of the airy fairiness comes from uh, just you know trying to explain it afterwards it like the the words you're trying to use yeah it's like it's it's a hard thing to like <laughs> narrow down into yeah. words because yeah. it's like it's so much emotions yeah. at once yeah and you don't really know how to articulate it in the spoken language mm. and that really leads you to use words like the shadow self and like yeah. this and that and people like mm. the fuck which are you I also <laughs> and then it's like but it's it's not even that it's not yeah. all that it's just yeah, it's it's. Uh, Which, it, but like, I saw it as a shadow in the yeah. trip, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I kind of want. Yeah. Like, you see the shadow? You really do. <laughs> I, I kind of want to share some things from um, another trip that I did. I did a mushroom trip, probably like a year after I did my first one, and that was like very different. And I had th- that was the first time I really put like intentions to it and stuff. The first one was like looking back at it, it was like oh it was giving me what i need not what i wanted by any means i was just yeah. like curious to experience and i had an open mind to what was going to happen uh, i didn't know anything i didn't even read much about it i was just like this is something that i want to do yeah um and i felt like the setting and the environment i was in was comfortable enough for me to uh, have a good experience i guess and which i did but then the second time i was like okay i had more experience i looked into it i talked to a lot of people that had done a lot of psychedelics and stuff i set my intentions i was out in asia i was at the beach in australia and i remember like (laughs) in the beginning i i'd taken it and as the trip was like rising i was getting into the peak of it i just bursted like completely bursted into laughter for like probably like 10 to 20 minutes and it was like echoing inside me i could hear my laughter so loud and i was like this is crazy and the whole the whole thing was that i felt like i was yeah again i was taking myself too seriously and every i laughed at how much we all take ourselves too seriously in so many different ways yeah and then after that patch when i had laughed it was like this higher self or whatever (laughs) this uh, this uh, intelligence came to me right and it what it told me was be the moment and because the moments is constantly changing so are you so it gave me this like what i reflected on after the trip and stuff was that it gave me this you know how how much we put ourselves into roles and how we label right, ourselves so right, much right. and how that is wrong in the context of the moment a lot of the times in different uh, moments you're going to need to be different in order yeah. to get the maximum out of that moment, you know, you mm-hmm. need to have different intentions uh, with things that you do and stuff. So I got that from it. And then I had this other realization and that realization was that stop, you don't have to realize everything, <laughs> you know, because I was reading and I was listening to all these podcasts. I wanted yeah, to do yeah. all these things. But this, this higher knowledge was like, 
relax. You you're getting way ahead of yourself, like mm-hmm. by trying to realize everything and knowing everything, and you're trying to control yourself in a way that is not authentic and that is so like you need to focus on things that are like you need to narrow your yourself down a little bit more yeah stop focusing on expanding and like receiving all the time from all these different platforms and ways of engaging um and it was super super powerful and then i also from that one was when i felt this like first like universal oneness Thing. Right. I remember standing on the beach and like I reached up with my hands to the sky. It was dark, the stars were out, and I felt like I could see all the energy particles aligning yeah. everything. And then all of that just like came inside me. And I've never felt energy like that in my life. It was wow. freaky. It was so freaky and creepy. Cause um you know, I was like, man, there's so much more. And then my friend was there with me. I couldn't like see him for a while but then when i looked at him i saw that we were like connected and everything and like how all the trees and how all the sand corns and how the ocean and everything is like working together it's right. all a system right you know right, and right. we're part of that system yeah we're one with it um which obviously <laughs> sounds so when you're experiencing that that's what i experienced and i can't articulate it in that way that's the only way i can articulate it yeah in a way that gives it justice you know? Right. Yeah, can, can, can I just come in with uh, with a questions because uh, yeah. you talked a lot and I get a lot of questions here. Yeah, <laughs> it's like thinking oh. question here. Uh, but what did you know about psychedelics the first time you took it, and what what was like what was the intention, right. and uh, what what happened after? What was like the epiphanies, and what happened after you took the the mm. first and like the second one? What happened? You touch on you touch upon that now, but what what happened? Like what was what is the difference? Uh, so like I said with the first one it was like I was just curious and I wanted to do it and I've I've heard enough about it I had a close friend who had done it he's like man you you should try this it would be right up your alley and stuff Mm -hmm. and then I actually had a trigger which was futsal related I remember like being super upset after a game I was like to a teammate he said something to me and I just I was so I was I reacted to it so hard and I was like ah Fuck, I really want something like I need to experience something now that's completely different to anything that I've ever done yeah like I'm too caught up in my ego um, like there's so many things that I I feel like I've been working on um, but I just keep going in circles I need to yeah. I, I'm, I'm curious to try something new I need to do something that that's out of the ordinary basically break the pattern, like, break the pattern yeah. right I need a catalyst I need something to to trigger me um, so I had an event in my life that triggered me to try it and then when i tried it obviously i've gone into everything like that what i experienced what the implications were um and then the second time i did it i had more knowledge i felt because i i was in a community with a lot of people that done a lot of psychedelics and like i gained more knowledge from them and like i kept asking questions and stuff and i got like some really good insights and then i set intentions and stuff like that and uh, it uh, basically like i feel like because i had the intention stuff my trip was kind of shaped around the intentions but also not directly like i said before there's so many journeys within the journey so it's very difficult to like okay just set intentions like these are the things that i want to experience because there will still be things that you're not even aware about of 
aware of that you will experience in the trip i feel yeah, yeah. but do you like take any actions after like taking psychedelic do you take like any actions or did you change do you have like a major oh yeah, yeah point exactly. or, like yeah yeah 100 percent. so one like i said like one of the things i feel like a goal was like the one in the second one i feel like i live by that a lot now that's basically one of my mantras and like it's the be the moment because the moment's always changing so are you so I'm like the only thing I'm attached to then is the moment and in a, in a lot of ways right so I try to make the best out of the moment but then again like saying that is a bit weird because I know I have an ego I know I get triggered by a lot of things a lot of things happen in my daily life where I'm not constantly like living by that or whatever yeah. right. but it was just like one of those I guess epiphany moments where I kind of like got some guidelines to what I need to implement, right? Mm -hmm. So sometimes that means to, yeah, I need to get upset. I need to get angry. Fuck, I'm, I think I'm even realizing that now with emotion stuff. Sometimes it's the right way to deal with something is to be angry and have bad emotions. Sometimes mm -hmm. it is to laugh. Sometimes it is to be serious. Sometimes it's able to be spiritual. Sometimes it's been a, being able to eat healthy. Sometimes being able to fuck around. And sometimes it's, you know, yeah. it's all those things yeah all of those things in the context of the moment mm. um so yeah fuck i i don't think i've said that before <laughs> <laughs> now you said it <laughs> which yeah. is good that you like triggered that uh, response in me because i haven't talked about it that much to be honest mm. just with my closest friends a few times so yeah mm. and what about you Emil? do you yeah. feel any yeah i mean for, for me the first time um I had read quite a lot about it, um, quite a lot, like extensively actually, and I've been like very curious about that whole thing for a long time, um, and it brought me to a moment uh, in Amsterdam where I had the opportunity to take it, and uh, what what I read was you have to kind of take this like hero dose thing to have an ego death. I was very much after that experience. I wanted that experience uh, a lot. Um, I think I think it came from because I felt like at that moment in time in my life, I just never felt connected to people. Like I felt very strange. I hadn't really opened up to others about my feelings or about how I felt on a day-to-day -day basis or like just anything about myself. So for me to like get a response where I feel connected to someone, I wasn't really doing what what I initially needed to do to ask questions and to be open with myself. So I was like, I had read a lot on like the platforms, like, okay, so you get this ego death, death and then you're like one with the all or whatever. And you like, you can feel this connection to everyone and everything. And obviously never felt that connection. I felt like even in my family, I felt very strange. Like I was always, there's always like something else going on with me. Everyone was kind of doing their thing and I was like always doing something else. Uh, so I was like, okay, yeah, I want to have this. Uh, so we took it like for one, like I took it. Was it mushrooms you took the first time? It, it was truffles, but yeah, ah. it's mushrooms. Yeah. And so the first time, and we and I tried this like medium, medium dose type thing, and I didn't really like. It was amazing. Uh, I was walking around in Amsterdam. It was a beautiful day. Nothing major happened. I just, 
it was it was just funny that was like the first experience it was just funny really i can't take some lessons from that as well but that would be going off topic um but then i was like look i was after this like super heavy shit like because i had also read that it's very hard to go through it it's not like this dance mm. but i wanted to get to the goal and so I, was, I went to the store I bought the strongest thing they had I ate like the pack and uh, and yeah and fuck <laughs> you know <laughs> fuck <laughs> fuck like first of all the first thing I noticed is like bro what is time like what is time yeah time was like moving in such a weird way whereas in my experience on the psychedelics i felt like it had gone hours i remember i was sitting in this restaurant and i was like why the fuck am i still sitting here because it's gone four hours now like what am i doing at this place and i pick up my phone and i'm like no like this isn't real so it's gone like two minutes and i'm like fuck this shit like i'm i'm freaking the fuck out at this moment and and i remember and this is like this guy he was like looking at me and I was like, this guy's like, he stared at me for like hours. Like, what does he want from me? Like, why the fuck is he looking at me? <laughs> and I pick my phone up again. And I'm like, fuck, it's one minute. Mm. It's only gone a minute and I'm freaking the fuck out. I'm walking around in Amsterdam. It's like busy streets. I'm losing myself as the time, as time goes, I'm kind of forgetting who I am. I don't really know what the fuck is going on. All I know is like, um, I, I felt trapped in this timeless moment of no time and i just didn't know how to deal with that and i'm walking to the cinema and i sit down in the cinema and here's like when things just like go like woof, like south or right uh, in retrospect and everything just kind of i like i start forgetting things and i forget why i'm here i forget what i'm doing i know like i know i'm here and looking at something but i don't know what that is i can't really see anymore like my vision is blurry and weird and and i remember like just out of habit i'm like picking up my phone all the time mm. and i remember going into pictures because at that time i never had like 4g or whatever so i used to always like spend my time on pictures and i saw a picture of my family and i was like who are these people and like it hit me and I got the memory I'm like fuck like I've forgotten my family is that's fucking nuts and at this moment in time I think I've gone insane I'm like I'm sure I'm 100% gone insane I, I was that guy who took that shit and you know shit just went south and I'm gonna be <laughs> that guy who just like ends up with like Alzheimer's from mushrooms <laughs> I'm like a hundred percent certain. Did you feel like moment. you were gonna stay in that state? Yeah, I thought yeah. this was forever now. Yeah. Like I really did. I was like, this is forever. Like yeah. But like as time goes, I'm losing myself, I'm losing myself, I'm losing myself, and like I'm just I end up at this very dark hole. And I, I feel like people have referenced this as the void type thing. Whereas like I don't know if this is the opposite of feeling connected, but I, like connection was not fucking there. <laughs> there was no connection to nothing. It was like me and darkness, and that's it. I saw nothing. I felt nothing. I was no one. I was something, or like I had an awareness, but it was just awareness, like just that. But there was nothing else. So it was like complete darkness, and I'm at this place. And I'm lost for what felt like eternity because as I said, like time wasn't a thing. So I'm lost. 
and uh, yeah had no ego or nothing and that was what i was after that was the intention and i feel like a lot of the time you put intention and like you said there's journeys within the journeys but when your intent your focus is on one thing mm. just like we're going through the experience of life if your focus is on like growth yeah that is the input you will look at and that is the input you will get yeah. so i got that input of this egoless thing but like you said what did i get out of that uh, so i come out of that and i start breathing and i hear my voice again i'm like i need to get out of this i don't want to stay in this dark place forever and i start breathing and i'm like who am i where am i what am i i'm just asking myself this question again for what feels like eternity until i had like this airy fairy moment of like this vision just coming up and i see just a lot of white like dots flowing in like these uh, tubes and i see like a, a million trillion of white ones but i see one green one and i'm like that's me and i'm kind of like i focus in on that and then i'm like all of a sudden i'm back kind of in my body i'm like what the fuck what is life i'm i still don't know who i am but the crazy part was this i thought i died like i thought i was dead mm. ego my ego died mm. coming back to just reality like the appreciation for just anything that happened after that moment was like off the off the charts i was like i was appreciative about anything about breathing walking about my toe about my nail about my the hair i have on my head and like I was just walking i was like in this very amazing high and for the first time in a long time i was appreciating life which i hadn't done for for a long time prior to that and uh, and yeah and that's what that's what i got out like what i got out of it was like look i don't really know what this is i don't know what life is um, I felt in some ways i've experienced death and how i lived my life before that th death was not satisfactory to my truth and i was like okay so after this i'm gonna try my best to implement my truth into my own life and that was like my catalyst it's the same way you had your catalyst with uh, with that with that drunken moment of like lost everything I f it felt like the same i lost everything yeah. i lost that life and then when i came back to it i was like okay this time around i'm gonna not do that thing again where i'm like just doing whatever with no awareness i'm gonna do right by me i'm gonna live my truth and i'm gonna do it to the best capacity and you know that's a journey within itself and i'm not really sure like what exactly i implemented it was more like taking away stuff that wasn't right unlearning things unlearning things and taking yeah. away habits and experiences very like looking very introspectively into like mm. what am i doing to just please others and what mm. am i doing for myself and that is like a constant learning but that's it becomes a mantra in your head like you yeah. said and that's a new mantra instead of the old mantra that was like do anything to please anyone to have any type of connection because you you don't feel at home anywhere which is the new mantra is try and live authentically mm. and when you have that focus again going through life with that focus that will give you another type of input and that input will lead you to other results and uh, and that yeah that was what i got and that is a constant journey of new things of discovering uh, that you have basically so that was it wow that was yeah, a lot well, it was awesome yeah, <laughs> that yeah, was that a good was really good, yeah. <laughs> yeah thanks for sharing that was yeah, yeah. no worries really cool
Did you get some of your questions answered, Kim? Yeah, I got yeah, I got my questions. There is like, yeah. I'm just thinking a lot now. It's like, when I gonna try the psychedelics? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, no. but yeah, so it's a lot of thinking here. Yeah, uh, so, yeah. But, but yeah, really, I think, yeah, I got my answers and it was good. Yeah. I feel like I have a lot of questions, but now yeah. it's like, I mean, I'm at a state where I'm so blown away of this conversation now and stuff, <laughs> the things that I've heard. And like, yeah. I, yeah. I just, because this is what happened when we podcast, I feel. I listen to someone and I want to give them the chance to just express and I feel like right. they're in the flow and they're in the flow state and I want to let them do their thing but then I'm also like oh, I just got a question I want to ask it I want to ask right. it I want to ask it like but then you kind of like have to detach from that let them talk and try to remember which is why I should have a notepad where I write things down yeah which I do really but I'm not should. using it um but yeah man the, the, psychedelics it's like it's it's such it's such a crazy experience yeah. there's so much to be said as well exactly I mean, like, it's so difficult to like give it justice with words yeah because i feel like even just putting words there takes away truth from it yeah because that's one of the things i had i started like questioning what words were yeah why yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah i'm like <laughs> what are words are we just like people or do we just put them into a word bank and get like you know this is gonna mean this and this is gonna be this and it's this amazing thing that we can communicate mm. but i felt like from a deeper knowing from the universe that i got that words are like or communication is really energy yeah so what we're doing is we're communicating energy all the time because yeah. we're made up of energy like everything in the world is made up of energy so we're constantly communicating energy yeah. and then the manner in which we do that are words yeah or you know that's how we have to go about it but that's not really the thing that we're communicating and i just remember how much time i spent on thinking about what the fuck words were yeah and why they existed in this way yeah why why does this mean that why where does it come from yeah you know it's just it really brings you down that path though of like just questioning life in general yeah because you've gone through something like in one hand so traumatic yeah in like it's like it's nothing like you've like you've never been exposed to to an experience like this yeah like it's it's just out of this world yeah or like out of what we perceive as this world as yeah. like this reality the material kind of realm and it just brings you to this other type of way of seeing and being but i feel like also like addressing that and if if anyone does hear this and they feel like oh shit i really want to take this now because it sounds interesting i do have to point out like it's fucking hard mm. yeah, yeah i want to know it's fucking what, what, hard. what is like the pros and cons how you say it like that what is psychedelics <laughs> Because now you say it hard. I mean, I, I think I yeah. think it's it's not really like the pros and cons. I don't think that's the way to look at. It. I think you have to, no. like we've been mentioning, like coming with the right intention. Understand that it's gonna be hard. Like if you're someone who's taking antidepressants and like there are those things as well. You shouldn't mix it with other medications. Exactly. You probably shouldn't do it to party or to like be in a setting where it's a bit uncontrollable. Yeah. Um, I feel like it's. For me, the way I look at it, though, my like the the way I perceive a psychedelic now is that it's medicine, yeah. right? It's medicine, and I take it to get into this state 
where I'm forced to see things that I'm not even aware of. So it's almost like I'm getting surprised by taking it as well. I know that's going to happen no matter how much intention I do have, because I know there are things within my ego and stuff that I am not aware of that it's doing. Mm. Right. Mm. So if my ego is like an entity, it is something I'm a person, right? And I'm doing things or feeling things and having emotions a lot of times, which come from a places that I don't know where it's coming from. And with the psychedelic, it so shows me that that's the medicine. That's the gateway that can get me into those states where those things become apparent to me mm. from a place where I'm not judging it. Because if I have an ego, if I have this label on me, Stefan, I look at it as like, uh, like I, I don't want to look at it because I want to protect myself mm. or I look at it because I want to feel this high and I, I want to trigger something. Mm. Right. Mm. But with the psychedelic, it's basically like you, you're so level headed almost it's, but it's not even, even that feels wrong because you're not coming from a place of, it's like you're observing yourself yeah. from another place. Yeah. <laughs> That's how I, I've experienced and felt it and pros and cons. I mean, I think if you do it with the right intentions within the right context and setting, um, and you feel like you're ready to experience something different. It has to be something that you come to the conclusion to take, right? You shouldn't just like, just because your dad told you to take psychedelics, you shouldn't do it. I feel, mm. you know, mm. but I feel like most people, if they follow those things, like if they have the right intentions, they have the right setting and environment and they feel ready to take it, yeah. then they'd yeah. probably be good to go. Like, but did, did you feel like anything like hard with, going through the journey or like do you feel like any yeah 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 no 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 yeah it's it's it is hard right it is yeah. hard because it's uh, even even as we're saying like i'm when you when i say that i get out of my ego it's not like it's always like that in the trip either like there are times where like but i but i become aware the awareness is probably the word to to describe it because even if like if, if some emotion or some feeling that I know or some action that I've been doing comes up in the trip, uh, if my ego suppresses that, I can feel that I'm suppressing that. Whereas now in a normal state, if I do that, I would just like, okay, suppress it and then go on to the next thing. Like there would be so much other things um, going on at the same time. Right, yeah. So I wouldn't be able to fully look at something. Uh, in the in the context of how I'm doing it with the psychedelic yeah. so that is the thing I guess that is it's both it's hard but it's also it's easier yeah. to I mean I would I would probably like liken it to a traumatic experience yeah so if you feel like you have the ability to deal with that yeah because because it is what yeah. is essentially it's the same thing if you have trauma and then you can go two ways. So if you take like your your situation, for example, maybe you woke up that day and you were like, fuck, fuck, what the fuck? I'm, I'm like, maybe you would have gone down a bad spiral and you're like, fuck this, fuck myself. I'm like, what am I doing with my life? I'm a no good type thing. What the fuck, whatever. What have I done to myself? And you go down that spiral and that can lead you to very like a very dark path wherein it can lead you also to a very good path yeah. after a traumatic experience. It can be very like eye-opening and like you did now, it was like instead of going through like 
judgment and blah 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 you were like no do you know what fuck that i'm gonna I'm try and see if i can change what can i do about it what can I do like that is what a psychedelic essentially is it's a traumatic experience that you just make yourself have like you consciously take trauma <laughs> you, <and> yeah <laughs> you, you ingest trauma into your system in order to grow yeah and that is like the the thing that you're doing so from that perspective it's like okay so what does trauma do it might it might when you get this traumatized experience it might lead you to this part where you're very judgmental of yourself mm. and that can be very hard for a while so that is what i'm saying it's like the the same if, if you feel like you have a way to deal with tough shit mm. then okay you know you make that decision but if you feel you're in a in in a place where you can't really deal with tough shit then mm. don't do it that's like it's it's like stefan said now if you're going through life maybe you're like heavy like you're working a lot and you don't have time you don't have the time and energy yeah. to put into healing or going through stuff then maybe the, it, it isn't the time for you to do it um and also i would love to like bring this point as well it's like what you kind of brought up now i feel like you touch upon is like in the psychedelic realm if you imagine it it's like you're there with an intention and you're asking yourself a question essentially mm. with taking it and when you're in that space there's like no time there's nothing so if you if you if you if you think about a problem you want to have the answer it will take time right so the more time you put into it uh like obviously you will you will it will lead you to get that answer the psychedelic realm kind of has no time so you go in there with a question and in intention you're most likely to whatever extent you're taking it and whatever what like capacity you have of surrendering to that information you will get an answer so like be ready for that because that could be a fucked up answer <laughs> it yeah. could be it could really be like very triggering to the ego and very it, 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 again like you said before it can be one of those things where it triggers something probably bad in your uh, in your life right if you choose to go ahead with that intention yeah afterwards it can be something that leads you down a terrible path or it can be something that leads you onto an upwards path a growing yeah. path yeah um like it's it all depends at the end of the day it, it comes back to you're gonna be in that meat vehicle after you're gonna be with your ego yeah. and then you have to decide again what yeah. what is the truth to me how do i want to live yeah. um and there yeah it's it's so, it's so much hard. that goes into it i feel like also what's worth mentioning with this is that you know we're saying what we're sharing now is our experiences yeah we're not pros with this and if you take it your experience might not be anything like what we're sharing exactly, yeah. minds and emails with truffles and mushrooms are completely different you heard what he said he saw dots and stuff the way i saw things is probably based on no but like what i saw a lot of times as well i saw cartoons and stuff yeah. that i loved to watch when i was a kid yeah i started speaking native american languages to tribes yeah in native american so i thought that i was living my past life as well like that happened that was a journey within the journey, the journey yeah, yeah. <laughs> of taking it like there's so much that goes into it and you know everyone is i feel in the, an individual and unique in their way and based on their experiences whether it be 
in this life or a past life, whatever, yeah. they can experience stuff. I think, I think based on, based on the psychedelic, right? So if we say pros and cons and stuff, it's very difficult to, to put a label or you know what will happen in yeah. the psychedelic experience because it's very individual. It's very very individual. So I guess that's the thing as well. If you want to take it, be ready for that. Be yeah, ready for that. Ready Your for experience is not going to be what we're sharing or well, anything what you've heard or something online maybe even you know you you'll have your own individual experience which is uh, i think very powerful and that's also what gives you you know it's very good for i guess me and emil to sit and share our stories in this way uh we haven't even talked about this like off off the podcast a lot so it's not like we're planned what we're gonna say or anything it's just been a very organic way of of sharing um and i've told like people this the same thing before and I've talked to other people who've had their experiences and it's all been different which is like you know and it's based on so many things I think again like it can be where you're at in your life if you're going through very dark times in your life and then you take it your experience probably gonna be different than from if you're having like a very good time in your life yeah considered good or bad like whatever you want to consider things as well yeah um We've talked a lot. <laughs> we talked a lot. I don't know if we're going to yeah, keep going. We're, we're up to one hour and 14 minutes. Wow. And we've just basically talked probably like one hour psychedelics. <laughs> yeah. Um, Let us know if you want to part two on psychedelics because I have a lot up my sleeve. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's very endless. It's very like, I feel like it's very, it's, it's one of those things. It gets a little bit repetitive and it gets very hard to break down. You, you can't really narrow it down. And... For me, one of the big things I'm realizing now is that like words can't do, like I can't articulate psychedelics with words and yeah. make it like give it justice yeah, very hard to, to an experience itself. Like I can share my story and stuff and yes, I can communicate the energy a little bit, but then to go through like, when I say like to have so many journeys within the journey, I really, that, that's probably one of my biggest things with it because mm. that's what I feel. And which makes it like it makes it almost as if you're having this lifetime period in a yeah. short period of time. Exactly. Because you get everything thrown in there. Um, in my opinion, in my experience, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I have to preface everything with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Stigma. But yeah, stigma <laughs> as hell. Well, we've talked about drugs. We've talked about life. <laughs> We've talked about alcohol. some hippie shit, alcohol. A lot of things. And what I like with this episode, one of the things I feel has been like just reflecting on it now is Kim's experience with alcohol is basically a prolonged experience of a psychedelic trip, right? Because it brought you to awareness. Yeah. awareness where you kind of like like Eamon said before I think that was beautiful where you kind of have two paths where you can go say it can lead you to a bad dark and you can get into depression from that experience or you can take a stand and take responsibility yeah. for where you want to go in a positive way yeah. which you've clearly done and start living a healthier life start taking care of yourself starting to look at yourself ask yourself questions be curious Go on this fucking growth part where growth is constant <laughs> and we're just powering through. Um, but nah, yeah, that's that's what I feel, and um, I think this has been beautiful. Honestly, fuck, it's been good, good episode. Yeah. Anything else, boys? 
Yeah, it's really interesting hearing your stories. Uh, as you said, as you mentioned, I'm, I yeah. totally agree. The last thing you said now. Yeah. Yeah. So that's just what I want to say. Yeah. Right. And I want to know from you guys, if you made it this far, please hit us with some questions. If there's something you're wondering about, is there something you want to hear about? Do you want us to go deeper on a specific topic? Do you want one of us to share something specific that we touched upon now? Um, let us know like what your thoughts are. We would love some feedback. We Yeah, exactly. We yeah. definitely love some feedback. If you have any thoughts, um, please keep it coming on our social media platforms and that. And uh, yeah, I, I, I kind of, <laughs> I'm a little bit overwhelmed with everything. I feel like we, we went into this episode wanted to talk about drugs, <laughs> like in general. So like weed, ecstasy, cocaine, alcohol, and then just, I'm a bit overwhelmed of, over how, how much energy psychedelics takes to talk about and how, how much uh, digging it takes to break down that topic. So yeah, that's been, that's been it. And yeah, let us know what you thought again. And I hope you guys have a great day. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs>